Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, now go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. Go try it out. Try it out. Out. Putin! Putin! Oh, you heard that? I'm curious if it's going to pick up our voices. Where? On this recording right now. Stay woke. Stay woke. <laughs> Stay woke. Let's go. All right. I'm recording, so let's see here. Thanks, Obama. Good Time Culture Podcast is back. That's right, it's a Wednesday night, and you are the Good Time Nation, and this is September 28, 2022. And don't forget, my friends, that we happily record this show in a small, small town we call the Mighty Mighty OX, which you, we lovingly call it Oxnard, and you find that in a state we call California. And you hear all that sound effects? Well, that's my boy Hollywood telling me to tone it down because I'm a little too hyped up, as you guys can tell. And I am OG Mutt Dog. And together, we are your ancient astronaut theorist record. And everything that we speak about on this show is protected opinion. Man, yeah, I had to. I was watching all the speakers blowing out there for a second, but yeah, welcome back, everybody. It's another Wednesday. Good Times Culture Podcast here. We're all checking in, making sure we're uh, fighting this spiritual war here, fighting the the good fight. We got love in our hearts here. No hate over here. So we're going after those satanic lizard people. We uh, <clears throat> we are officially the god. Family and Country podcast. Woo! We're kind of uh, we're gonna jump on the coats. Don't, don't we have of a Italy. grace on pretty much saying that? Yeah, that's pretty much been our. It's kind of our running thing. But now we're right wingers, eh? We're aligned with Mussolini. Yeah, we're aligned with Hitler. We're we're uh, deplorable magas. Anyway, some days our- some days I am, some days I'm not. Though I have to say, well. I know for one thing, growing up my entire life, I thought that's what we were supposed to be. God, family, country. I thought that's what we were supposed to be. Yeah. I mean, that's there's, what I thought. There's just so much residual Trump syndrome thing that going residual on. Residual Trump syndrome. Dude, because just nasty people, man. Because, like, they're, if you think about the slogan of MAGA, I mean, what's wrong with making America great again? I mean... We're all like looking at America, kind of going, "This 
this thing's kind of taking a big shit right here. You know, it's looking really bad. But uh, so let's make it great again. I mean, I don't. But it's it's obviously it's just the Trump uh, baggage I, that's that's doing it. For me, I I, I I never understood that whole slogan. Yeah. Because I think our country, just like any other Christian country, we have a good tendency to fix our problems within ourselves. It might take a while, but eventually it'll happen. But I, I always felt that all our country needed was a little tweak here, a little tweak there. Tweak, I mean, there. You know, just like when Obama was presenting the Affordable Care Act, my opinion over it that we had we had a great medical uh, system in our country. It just needed some tweaking so people wouldn't abuse it. But instead of instead of addressing it, they come up with a whole stupid, crappy government system. Well, I mean, problem, reaction, solution, right? So did they create that problem? But yeah, yeah. But and but, then but, they had but, the solution, didn't well, they? But instead of <laughs> but instead of addressing the core problem, which was greed, yeah. I'm talking about the medical system uh-huh. back then, because no person was ever turned back, turned away from any hospital ever. Mm-hmm. So we had a great medical system. I know you don't hear because there for what ten years, all you heard about was the anchor baby thing. You know, like illegal immigrants coming in, having a kid here, and how, and the burden it was on the system. And uh, I haven't heard that. You know, th- there's been two million um, crossings of the border illegally this year, and you I haven't heard a peep about that. Well, I, I I told you I come to the conclusion that our governor in they our state it. is a what's that thing you said? No borders, no open borders. Open yeah, borders. that's the George Soros crap. And and the proof is that just this week, September 16th, obviously September 16th. Our governor had the bright idea that now illegal people who represent 23% of our state, they even have a statistic number now. They say they're 23% of our state. That now they can apply for ID, which then then will allow them to participate in the social programs and the benefits that this this, state allows. Mm -hmm. So there you go. So that's their goal. That's why there's no protection at the border. That's why they don't care about the border because, and they're turning their back towards it because that's what the end game is, is that, that ESG score little box they want to cross that there's no borders, no, you know, anyways. Yeah. This is a non ESG podcast here. Did we did Broadcasting we proudly. What's that? Dude, for the, as bad as this show is, we need to score good on the ESG score, man. No, we score really bad. Dude. Socially, definitely scoring bad. I mean, I don't know. We probably offended at least 10 people already. <clears throat> we need to get that score up. Gover- governance? We need- are, are we governable? Uh, can you govern your... I was... Uh, no. Can can't, I, you can't I, really I, govern I, us. I was reading a... And then all the lights are on right now in my house. And, all of them. And may I say one thing? So make sure that you guys go and buy bags of takis. Because if you read the bags, this guy? every one of them are made by wind power generated plants. They huh. put that in their bags now. That wind, their plants, their companies wow, are, are ran by, by wind power plants now. Okay, guys. So eat them all up, man. It's, they're good. They're good for the environment. <laughs> Dude, that was a 
Oh boy, that was a transition there. I don't know how that came up. It was just funny to me when I read the bag. My kids bought the bag, and I'm like, "They're wind power <laughs> factories." Did it really say that? Yeah. Wow. They're on the bag. It's on the bag. Read next time you read the bag. If your kids get one, read it wind for yourself. Powered, huh? Yep. ESG scored, uh, maybe. And this is uh, just to fill everybody in here. Adam and John, listening to you along with other podcasts like Tinfoil Hat with Sam Tripoli, uh, JRE, OBDM, Higher Side Chats, My Family Thinks I'm Crazy. Good, and many culture Good Times Culture Podcast, exactly. We are diehard No Agenda fans here, so and make you're going to sure- hear a lot of the same content. <laughs> we don't copy them, but we definitely talk about the same stuff. You know what? It's been interesting sometimes. Anyways. Play whatever you're going to play. Oh, we're going to start just a little Bryson Gray, get us going here. It's an older song, but it's uh, fitting now that MAGA is uh, a terrorist organization or something. Oh, my bad, guys. We were pre-listening here. This is a Patriots party. Hey, we pit America first. This is a Patriots party. Hey. It's a Patriots party. Hey. Real MAGA gang invited, this a Patriot party And we pitting God fresh out, this a Patriot party Only paying MAGA music, we don't listen to Cardi And they said they want war, well then let's get it started Who is that? Boxer coming through with the MAGA hat I don't follow rules, only God and they mad at that I keep it a hundred, my haters ain't even half of that Shoot, A, put my magazine in my MAGA strap, Hey, I know people that doubt it, they really mad I made it, wait in line, nah, I cut a hair like I'm decapitated Red hats everywhere, red, white, and blue back Woo. waving right wing us I mean, yeah, that's what my dad Saying pro life abortion is murder is what I uh. mean. You either a man or a woman, there is no in between. Use your preferred pronouns. What you mean? You can follow the world, I'd rather follow the king. That's Christ. I'm not on the fence. I don't yeah, Prime I get Minister should come out to one of her speeches with this song, huh, bro? Mm. <laughs> yeah, it was uh Did she win the election or or she won the election, right? Oh yeah. Dang. Yeah, they were saying <clears throat> no agenda was covering this too that uh you know, every year they've went into the elections, they've gained votes. And they started, I think they said 10 years ago with 2%. And then it was like 8%, 4%, and then 8%. And now they got whatever it was, their 20-something percent, which got them in. Yeah, the clips that I have, is, it's before the election. And they were pretty much telling her that she was a Mussolini number two, that all her rhetoric was all, you know, she says I'm, what she said, she's Christian first, a mother an Italian, uh, uh, you know, a patriot. And yeah, that... Georgia, Georgia Maloney's. Georgia Maloney. Uh, but it's it's pretty messed up. You know, it's, it, it is what it is because you see it all the time. But the, the way that the media, the way that most people see her, you know, I was talking to a guy at work, you know, it, oh, the far right chick. You know, and it's like, mm. but I like, so I how, like that. How quote. is how is being a Catholic uh, well, family person that honors their country? How is that far right? That is just being a you know a patriotic well, person for your country. But you got to remember too, there's a lot Proud of people of your who culture. you speak to don't give a crap about this country. All the hours that can I buy that yeah. truck? Can I buy this car? Can That's I buy true. this? Can I have this? They don't care. They don't care because about to God. Say what she says, like they attack. And like you said, for a, a group of people, the progressive who, who are, it's, everything's about identity. I like her quote here. They attack national identity. They attack religious identity. They attack gender identity. And they attack family identity. 
Mm-hmm. That identity, they they don't they for since they don't uh, uh, like it, they don't agree with her. The ones that have a problem with her are the are the progressive people that want abortion. That well, again, I, I got a, a. Anyways, I'm sorry. It's just it. It's super. Um, you know, the hypocrisy is deep right there because it's supposed to be the big open LGBT. You know, everybody's welcome. We love everybody. But yet, if you try to have a, a stance where you're like, no, I'm not really down for any of that, all of a sudden you're labeled a, a Nazi, a, you know, because that, you know, when they say far right, that's the next step is they, they say Nazi on that, the end of that. But, you know, when you look at who's actually the one that's uh, causing the violence, who's the one that's causing the intimidation, you know, all this, uh, you know, in my, you know, not to get on a tangent with Antifa and stuff, but in my opinion, that that should be labeled a terrorist organization because they're they're uh, intimidating people for political gain, you know. And, and calling someone far right is, you know, I know it's not the same as uh, physical violence, but you're you're instigating people to cause physical violence against far right people now, even though they're not far right, they're just right. You know? My my. I never. I conservative. Antifa is always. You can see that they're a bunch of morons. They run on emotions, and what proved it to me, even further, evil was the protest that they went to go fight against that uh, uh, women's bath, where they went there. Oh to, yeah, to, the massage or the. They, it was a, a sauna spa. spa saw yeah. a sauna, and it was a women and men section, and mm-hmm. they had the transsexual. Got transgender supposedly dude showing his penis to these little girls, and they went to these ladies went to go protest and yeah. go talk against this, or you know speak up about what was happening at this spa. And who came up? Antifa to defend that mm-hmm. transgender. And you're like, are you fucking? I'm sorry for the word, but yeah. that's stupid. How yeah, are you that, gonna fight for that? It to what me, kind of, it's like you you're gonna now next the, day what you're gonna go you're gonna go uh, protest a pedophile. You you saw during the the protesting and all that stuff during Black Lives Matter with Antifa where uh, the cops would uh, almost protect them. They were told not to do anything. Yeah, like they would be hands off when Antifa was thumping on other people. But as soon as the other people came back and started thumping on Antifa, the cops would move in and, and arrest people and break it up. And but the, but not the other way around. And the sickening thing <laughs> is that we have wonder. it on camera, hmm. and the same groups are denying it and blaming other people. <clears throat> when the president starts saying that anybody who starts talking that the president that the election was uh, was comp- something happened that wasn't correct, they were called oh you're anti anti patriotic right? <clears throat> but the Democratic Party has been saying that for the last freaking six years about the elections and everything. You have so many election elected uh, officials that been that been questioning the integrity of our election since 2016. So what does that see? They they talk and they seem to forget what because they don't believe in what they say, bro. It's just that hot topic at that moment. I'm talking about the progressive Democrat, whatever the heck these people are now, man. Here you go. Here's uh. Oh, here she is right here. 
potrei farne tante altre di queste domande. Is about what we are doing here today. Perché la famiglia è un nemico? Why is the family C'è una risposta unica per tutte queste domande. To all these questions. Perché ci definisce, perché la nostra identità. Perché tutto quello che ci definisce in questo tempo è un nemico. Per chi vorrebbe che non avessimo più un'identità e che fossimo solamente and to simply be perfect consumer slaves. And so they attack national identity, they attack religious identity, they attack gender identity, they attack family identity. And they define myself as an Italian. I can't define myself as Italian, Christian woman. Must be a citizen X, gender X, parent one, parent two. I must be a number because when I'm only a number, when I no longer have an identity or roots, i will be perfect slave at the mercy of financial speculators. Damn. The perfect consumer. Whoa. Exactly. That is the reason why. That's why we inspire so much fear. That's why we invent, inspire so much fear. Because we do not want to be numbers. We will defend the value of human beings. Every single human being, because each of us has a unique genetic code that is unrepeatable. She's kind of pretty, too. And it's like not that is sacred, and like it or not, it, that is sacred. And we will defend it. We will defend God, country, and family. That, I mean... I, But why does it take a woman? How can you, how can you argue... Men? Oh, I'm like blowing out. How can you argue? I'm sorry. No, I'm blowing out. How can you argue with, uh, sorry guys. Jeez, dude, my volume was correct. I don't know how you can even argue with that. What I mean, is it to argue with it? I, I mean, are, it, so what they say, uh, no agenda was talking about it today that, cause his, I think his sister lives there in Italy and, uh, They were basically saying that it's the abortion because they're anti-abortion because she's Catholic. And uh, probably the refugee thing, too, I'm assuming, because they're kind of uh, anti just letting anybody come in. But this is, um, this is the second now. Was it uh, Sweden? Sweden. Yeah, they had a, a far-right uh, MAGA type get in, too. And these, you know, Jordan Peterson summed it up pretty good in a clip where he talked about the political class did this to themselves, you know, by being stupid with their policies, their energy policies, their woke policies. And, uh, and they did what, it to themselves here. And so. you know that the Congress is also proposing a bill to bail out all these small businesses because of what happened to them during COVID. Now, they're going to hold us like that, guys. They're going to divide us with that because they're going to be small businesses, but I deserve that money and I want that money. But the, we have to remember that the very party that's giving you this money is the one that caused us these problems. And that's been the issue for so many years that the Democratic Party destroyed, <coughs> excuse me, destroyed so many things like the city of Seattle, like the city of Portland, like the city of, of, of Minnesota. And then what do they want? They want our federal money, the people's money, to then go back to those cities and rebuild everything back for them, to restore everything back. Build back better. For them. 
Mm-hmm. Build it back less racist. And they do this with <laughs> everything, brother man. Everything. They, they know that their ideas are flawed. That's why they can't debate. And if they debate their ideas, they, they fall on their faces. But they're always expecting us to come back and resolve the issues that they do. And now again, they're going to propose our money, the people's money, to, uh, to um, pay for their bad decisions. Of course. Hey, we're, we're throwing money all over the place. We're giving some money to Ukraine. Maybe a hundred, hundred billion. Maybe should do it. Oh, but you know, well, that's we can't. A, that's a lot of freaking money, <laughs> dude. Uh, I'm gonna transition over here, and we're gonna do some Jordan Peterson because uh, it's fitting for the um, current issues right now. It almost seems like America wants to go to war. Oh, dude. You want to see this economy be pulled out quick? I thought about it a lot. I laid out four reasons for the war, and then I was criticized in the Atlantic for the argument was reduced to one reason, which was a caricature of the reason. I gave a variety of reasons why the war happened. Mismanagement on the part of the West in relationship to Russia and foreign policy over the last, since the wall fell. It's understandable because it's extremely complex. Hyper-reliance on Russia as a cardinal source of energy provision for Europe in the wake of idiot environmental globalist utopianism. Um, The expansionist tendencies of Russia that are analogous in some sense to the Soviet Union empire building. And then the last one, which is the one I got in trouble for, which is Putin's belief or willingness to manipulate his people into believing that Russia is a salvific force in the face of idiot Western wokeism. Mm. And that's the one I got in trouble for. It's like, while you're justifying Putin, it's like, it's not only, it's not only the Russians that think the West has lost its mind. The Eastern Europeans think so too. And do I know that? It's like, well, I went to 15 Eastern European countries this this spring, and I talked to 300 political and cultural leaders, and you might say, well, they were all conservatives. It's like, actually, no, they weren't. Most of them were conservatives, because it turns out that they're more willing to talk to me, but a good chunk of them were liberals by, by any stretch of the... Pretty powerful uh, interview there. It's on Lex Friedman's channel on and, and- YouTube. And to jump on that, what I heard someone point this out. It's interesting, for example, like this country of Australia, where they're so desperate to score so high on their ESG scores, right? So where they're banning coal to be burned in their country so that they can, you know, but yet they are mining it and then sell it to China and then let them burn it. So it's it's the most stupidest thing because they're still burning that fuel it's still going into the atmosphere, and they're crying about we can't burn it here, but yet they're set. So they're reaping the rewards no matter what. They're getting the profit for selling it, but now they don't have to pay the people any wages. They don't have to you yeah. know do anything over here, and it, it, it. But the most puzzling is that they believe that we don't see this. 
that they're, they they speak two different things out of different out of each side of the mouth. Oh, we're working for the environment. Oh, China wants to buy it. Okay, what do you think China's going to do? What do you think they've been doing with it? How do you think they're producing those electric cars, the electricity to run those cars? Where, where do you think they're? It's kind of stupid, man. Yeah, well, it, like Peterson said, it's the stupid laws, stupid regulations that these countries, all our, all the you know first world countries, signed on to these. Paris Accord crap where they're not allowed to build anything more that expels, uh, you know, toxins or whatever. And, you know, like you said, we're doing the same thing here, though. You know, like we have no steel industry here anymore. We we don't have any um, industrial base anymore. It's all uh, imported. You know what? You know, we, but but I, again, it's. I think it's, I talked about but it. You're transferring the the emissions to another country just yeah. to be able to say, "Oh, well, I'm okay." And, and yeah. you see that with companies. It's a virtue who, signal. You see with the companies that are jobbing out their work, that are what is that that word called? The they're they're yeah, outsourcing their work, yeah. and they tell the comp they tell the the government, "Oh, I don't have any production in my in my factory. Look, I reduced this, I reduced that, but yet they're still having someone else produce it." Yeah. They just can claim that we we look we we're we're getting all that stuff out of our here. It, it's it's I don't know, man. How they they it's they can stupid. stand there with, with a straight face and talk to us about the environment? Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's <laughs> puzzling to me. Well, I mean, I go as far as it being a national security threat not to have an industrial base, you but, know, that can but, build war equipment. You know when. What are we going to, we're going to get the bases to our uh, tanks from China? Is but, that but what's going to happen? Can I bring up another thing real quick? You know okay. what other scary thing I don't know if you heard. I don't know if I sent you the story. The scary part is what's happening in Germany. What that's happening in Germany all of a sudden is that they have just nationalized their electric grid. Yeah, I saw that. They just, guys, oh, no, do you remember what it. happened the last time this country nationalized their infrastructure? We got the great Volkswagen. Remember? The little Beetle. Remember that? Yeah. So it's interesting. Dude, Germany and, and, and now and now to, to Germany couldn't punch their way out of a wet paper sack and at this to, point. And to buddy. subsidize and to subsidize the high the outset the I love high, you, Germany, but the man. high increase of the of their electrical bill is gonna be paid by the government, which is still by the people and using the people's money. Let's keep, you know, it's, Let's keep going. But again, keep your eye open on that, man. When a country starts nationalizing their, their uh, infrastructure, remember when Venezuela did it? Just, I don't know, man. Time to put those ears up, man. Or the more canceled progressives. All right, so let's stop there because oh. those are four. Let me fast forward. This is Tur- Steve Turley's channel on YouTube. Definitely go subscribe to him. Really good stuff. They talk about Putin here. You know, uh, well, the four it's was compl- bifurcated eh? because I said, look, Putin might believe this. And I actually think he does because I read a bunch of Putin's speeches and I have been reading them for 15 years. And my sense of people generally, and this was true of Hitler, it's like, what did Hitler believe? Well, did you read what he wrote? He just did what he said he was going to do. And you might think, well, some people are so tricky. They have a whole body our government. of elaborated our speech that's completely separate from their personality and their personality is pursuing a different uh-huh. agenda, and this whole body of speech is nothing but a front. Yeah. It's like, 
good luck finding someone that sophisticated. First of all, if you say things long enough, you're going to believe them. That's a really interesting and fascinating and important point. Even if you start out as a as a lie, as a propaganda, I think Hitler is, is, is an example of somebody that I think really quickly you start to believe the propaganda. Well, you start believing your I own Kool-Aid. His the old saints. Yeah. Start believing your own Kool-Aid, man. And then the pop, this is, I thought that was the one with Putin in it, but he brings up something that obviously our media is never going to bring up, that how popular Putin really is in Russia. And it's um, kind of eye-opening here. Well, Let's see. what and may I say, and obviously may be so is how the news, if you look at the news networks that are reporting, the little, the, not the little, the chaos that's happening in Russia with the school shooting and stuff like that. Isn't it amazing how they're going out of their way to report things of other countries when we have so many things happening here? But you know that that's just a stab to say, hey, Putin, no one loves him in his country. It's not true that his that his country loved, loved Putin. Yeah, we were looking up that shooting, and it was a Nazi that yeah. shot up a shot up the school. And guess guess who's in Ukraine? Neo Nazis. <laughs> yep, in Ukraine, running around terrorizing uh Russian Ukrainians for years. And then now it looks like they had one actually in Russia that did this did well, some they, they, heinous stuff. They still Four, take photos. Fourteen kids. They still take photos Fucker. with that uh that uh prime minister of theirs, that actor. The Ukrainian actor Oh Zelensky? Yeah. Oh dude he's like a, a superstar. That guy's like people love him. That's what they want to let it's us so know. It's so crazy okay, when okay. you talk to but people remember, about Ukraine. The they no, love that guy. But it's the same people that are telling us that they love him and the same people are telling us that Russia people hate Putin. So, Yeah, that's true. So what's true? But, I mean, you know, it's just a, it's a scary world where based on my context of what I've seen the U.S. do and the world do, and say on media, based on all that context, I am now trusting uh, Russians and Putin over my own media because that's what they're forcing me to do here. You know, I've I've always had issues with the media; I didn't trust them, so like it's not a hard leap. But now, you know, who's the good guy here? Is there a good guy? Maybe maybe Putin's in on it too. That's the other thing I thought is maybe he's just in on it all with, you know, because he was a young globalist leader, right? He was part of the WEF uh, Young Globalist Leader Program. So I don't know what that means, but and he is he is a spy. So like that's kind of uh, it 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 seems like the evil one is getting his stuff ready <laughs> the evil one aligning his his uh his throne that he'll probably be taking soon because you, again the no borders no no um you know you're seeing yeah. all these countries i have no family speech. no god no I borders have, i have a speech uh, anyways <laughs> right yeah that's basically what they want instead of instead of uh god family country no God, no family, no borders. I'm going to keep going here. I think Putin believes, to the degree that he believes anything, I do believe that he thinks of himself as a bulwark for Christendom. Again, I have to say, 
to to say right before he goes into this that it's fascinating that what he gets into right now and what he's claiming Putin is all about is very similar to what the Italian lady's talking. God, family, country. I mean, l- listen to this. Against the degeneration of the West. And that's that third way that Dugan and Putin have been talking about, the philosopher Alexander Dugan and Putin, for 15 years. Now, what that is, is very amorphous. Solzhenitsyn thought the Russians would have to re- return to the incremental development of Orthodox Christianity to escape from the communist trap. And to some degree, that's happened in Russia because there's been a return to Orthodox Christianity. Now, you could say, yeah, but the Orthodox Church has just been co-opted by the state. Mm. And I would say there's some evidence for that. I've heard, for example, that the Metropolitan owns, now I don't know if this is true, owns $5 billion worth of personal property. And I would say there's a bit of a moral hazard in that. And it's possible that the Orthodox Church has been co-opted, but there has been somewhat of an Orthodox revival in Russia, and I don't think that's all bad. Now, even if Putin doesn't believe any of this, if he's just a psychopathic manipulator, and unfortunately, I don't think that's true. I've read his speeches. It doesn't look like it to me, and he is by no means the worst Russian leader of the last hundred years. Uh Well, there's quite a selection there. There there certainly is, but, and I say that knowing that, even if he doesn't believe it, he's convinced his people that it's true. And so we're we're stuck with the claim in either case. And that's the point I was trying to make in the article. Now this for me fascinating. Mm. Yeah, you um you know they they did their referendum over in the eastern part of Ukraine there where they're trying to annex that those uh regions. There's like three or four regions over there that they're trying Russia's trying to annex in into Russia. And uh they they had a referendum which was votes. The fascinating thing was Ukraine announced the week, you know, last week that if you were involved with any of the referendum votes, that they were going to fine you $10,000 and put you in prison for five years. This is the Ukrainian government. Oh, so they're basically, um, interfering with uh, free and open elections. Allegedly over there. This, um, can I play a clip? Um, yeah. Or you want to finish this? Go ahead. Well, are you changing the subject? No. Okay. What is this? What is this? What is this? I mean, it's, you know, you put it in a box and you keep it. But it's a question how people stand up for democracy. the Prime Minister of Germany. We'll see the we'll outcome of, of uh, the elections. We had just elections in Sweden too. My approach is um, that whatever democratic government is willing to work with us, we're working together. And it is interesting if when you experience the, the functioning of the European Council, there's a lot of dynamic in the peer group. Which means those guys are assholes. It sucks. I hate that. There's a lot of dynamic in the peer group. So you're not only a country, a member state that comes and says, I want, I want, I want. But you are in the European Council and all of a sudden you realize, oh my God, 
My future and my well-being is also depending on all the 26 other ones. 26 other countries, And that's right? the beauty also of democracy. We're sometimes slow, I know, and we, we talk part. a lot, I know, but that's democracy too. So we'll see if things uh, go right in a difficult direction. I've spoken about Hungary and Poland. We have tools. If things go in the right direction. Do you hear that? And people. <laughs> there it is. Poland, we have tools if tools. things go in the right direction. Yeah. We have tools if things don't go in the right direction. This is who they say that Putin and China is really openly fighting against is this group of people that they don't want this group to infiltrate their country. And you who, who, see the EU, the EU and whatever this whole thing that's happening as we call in the West, you know what, what it seems like all the, uh, British colonies, our country, we all seem to be lockstep. Our governor in this state is pretty much, you know, again, he's offering identifications to illegals. What is that? If that's not giving your sovereignty up in your country, what, of your state, just to gain votes, that's what this our governor in our state is willing to do. He's willing to sacrifice this whole state he sacrificed the city of San Francisco. He sacrificed our big, beautiful cities. You know, I'm sorry, but yeah. Of course. It's a lizard person. Freaking satanic lizard people. Are you surprised? Woo. I'm going to keep going another uh, Jordan Peterson clip. Ten days ago, I went to it right after the, the next morning, and it's, it's at a picnic distribution center, which is – there was a an investment, $600 million into this picnic food distribution center from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, coincidentally, and it burned down, right? And so, you know, that brought a little, you know, raised some eyebrows. Why did that thing just burn down? There's many of them. There's others in Netherlands that are growing. But the bottom line is, is the Bill and Melinda, or Bill Gates is buying up farmland, as you know, all over the place. I know. He is the biggest private landowner in the United States right now. And the land that he's buying up, he's taking out of food production. And it seems to be because he's obsessed about about meat production, at, at least in part, doesn't believe that that's part of a sustainable future. And so but but I I do share your your skepticism. It's the same thing happens on the bloody energy front. It's like, well, Australia won't build coal, coal generating electrical plants, but they'll ship their bloody coal to China where they're going to build much dirtier plants. Mm -hmm. And the same thing applies to Canada. If we shut down our industry, energy industry, which our bloody, insane, narcissistic, delusional, traitorous prime minister thinks, <laughs> happens to think is a good idea and seems to be working as hard as he can to manage, <clears throat> all that's going to happen is that we're going to seed the ground to people like Putin who we also turned into a radical enemy with his, with his hands on the control pump for Europe. I mean, I don't see how we could be stupider here in the West if we actually took courses in stupidity and tried as hard as we could. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Get that clip. Dude. Wow. He's on fire right now. Ain't that, man. It's that you're, even the Bible uses the word stupid, man. And you hear about stupid ones, like a little... Like those little stupid little birds who just lost their ways on the ground. You know, they're stupid. They use that word. And that's what's, who's governing us. And the stupidity is, is all tied to greed. And that's why you know it's stupid. Well, that's all they're thinking about. So there's greed. But there, like I said earlier, there's this element of a virtue signal effect where it makes them feel 
like they're doing something. Well, they literally feel like they're saving the world by doing these things. So they get it's money for sure. They're getting paid, but they get this little. Uh, uh, it's a it's you, there's no money value to it. You know what I mean? And it's very hard to get. No, you know? there <laughs> is value to feel it. Feel like you're saving the world. Well, because it's like this ESG so crazy. ESG program that I was listening to this econ- economist, I believe economist of um, on the Dave Rubin show, uh, uh, speaking about what the ESG was all about. Well, remember all these companies that were bailed out during 2008, 2009, whatever, through the banks and all that, and and the public's idea of it, like GE got bailed out. It's These companies are mud. No one has respect for these companies anymore. And so ESG is a way of cleaning the slate. And now Takis puts on their bags that they're powered by wind-generated machines. And look at, and they get to mark on that ESG score. And you go, man, I'm going to buy a bag of Takis because... They're wind powered now. Look, no matter. Don't don't look at they pay their employees probably poorly. They they good, don't. Good callback, buddy. That's what you call a callback right there. Oh, did I do a good job? <laughs> I got a third one. This one's just a quick one, but I like what he says right here. So what's a callback? Uh, you were talking about that earlier. Oh, your uh, wind powered snacks. What you can have in your life is an adventure. You can have an adventure. And the truth is the best adventure. There's no doubt about that. And there's a couple of reasons for that. One is I think I you don't know what's going to happen if you say what you think. Now, I don't mean incautiously, and I don't mean provocatively or any more than necessary. You don't know what's going to happen. So that's very adventurous. But also, if it's you and your voice, then it's your adventure. And if it isn't, like if you're crafting your mm. speech or manipulating in any way, or parroting or abiding by the dictates of the crowd then I don't know whose adventure you're having, but it's not yours. On free speech. It seems That's what we're having right now. In my 57 years of being on Into this. this. Free speech Into has this. never been under more ferocious attack. Not mm-hmm. in places you would expect, like authoritarian regimes, mm-hmm. but actually in, in democracies. I never mm-hmm. thought I'd, I'd come to a day in my lifetime where people were literally being fired mm-hmm. or in some cases imprisoned for expressing honestly held opinions, even if I find those opinions grotesquely wrong or offensive. You know, it's worse than that. P- people underestimate the significance of this because it isn't... We're not having a fight about who has the right to speak freely. That's nothing. That's, that's, that's a peripheral problem, best, even though that can be serious right in and of itself. We're having a fight about whether or not your claim that free speech exists is nothing but a masquerade for your willingness to dominate and use power. And so if I was taking that right attack, there, I'd say, it's all well and good for you to speak about free speech, but look, you're white and you're middle class and you're British and, mm. you're, and you're privileged, and you have this theory about free speech that your ancestors derived, but the only reason they ever derived that to begin with is so they could exercise their power. Mm. There's no such thing as free speech. That's just a lie to mask yeah, a power claim. Crazy. And that's a way worse cynical criticism of the notion of free speech, then you can't speak because I don't agree with I mean, it's, you. It's, you're it's not a, even owner of your own thoughts any longer. You're well, not even an owner of your own thoughts. I mean, you don't thought, want... thought crime is a, that's one of those Orwellian, Orwellian things. I, I, there was a spot right here at the very end where he sums it up about speaking what's true. 
You know what I mean? And if you don't speak what's true, you know, you're not you. You're not you're not even who you are because you're not speaking up the truth. You know, you're not you're holding back truth this, because uh, it'll offend or whatever the reason is. This is a great interview with uh Pierce Morgan, a show called Uncensored. Yeah. It's Dr. J- J- Jordan Peterson. And he's really always like been a great gentleman. Morgan, but, but uh, yes, but this no, is one of his better interviews. I he, think that Morgan has done. He's on fire. Everybody, I think, is familiar with Jordan. But he uh, got on the scene because he was a professor, and he was uh, going head to head with uh, people that wanted to have pronouns. Well, it, it was the same argument this was he 10 had ten years no, ago. It's the same argument he was having about freedom of speech. That he refused. Yeah. Like he's, they said it was about these uh, pronoun names. And he always said, I didn't have a problem if, say, Hollywood came up to me and said, no, I'm not Hollywood anymore, Dario. I'm, you know, Chicago now. And I'm like, okay, I got to call it Chicago. But his problem was that the government was controlling his tongue. Yeah. The very same thing we're talking him, about here. Yeah, telling him what to speak. What, to, yeah. what he was able to say. Yeah. That's going for too far, man. They basically come out and say something like, shut up or we'll beat you. Right. Whereas the compassionate types who are narcissistic compassionate compassionate types, they come out and say, well, we're really trying to save the world, you know, and we're, we're acting in everyone's best interest. Mm-hmm. And we think it would be better. And you know what's so funny? That Jordan Peterson being a Canadian man and the year 2022, when you go back and listen to Malcolm X interview speech, and speaking about the same thing about the white progressives, the white ones that would come with their kind words to them and say how they were going to help them out and they were going to do this to them. And he said about how dangerous these people were. And that's in 1950s, early 60s, I'm saying. He said these words. And here is a Canadian clinical psychologist. And Malcolm X was came up in the streets. But he spewed the same words that this gentleman here says, the same thing 40, 50 years later, man. Do you, do yourself a favor, you guys, if you're not familiar with Jordan Peterson, definitely go look him up in the recent stuff that he's been talking about because all three of these clips, they're you know, 20, 20, 10 or 20 minutes long, and they're all solid the whole time. I don't want to play do the whole thing. Do yourself a favor. But- it's really good if, stuff. If you wanna, if you missed because you didn't go to college, listen to his lectures that he's had. Like you're in his classroom, learning about clinical psychologists, learning about thinking, and, and let's let's keep going, buddy. Come he's on, he's got a great biblical series. Anyways, Thank you, all the Canadian truckers, everybody that's kind of the fire you guys ignited around the world, man. The Dutch, remember that the Polish farmers, and and the shout out to the farmers because they know that they're the backbones of every country, man. Of course, support farmers, truckers, Canada. No farms, no food. Are you done? Remember that. 
Canada removes all COVID border requirements for all travelers, including proof of vaccination and suspends plane and train mask requirements. All, everything got dropped in Canada last week. But did you hear our president? He, I'm glad that he stands so strong in the face of adversary when the storm in Florida was coming in, and the first thing he advised them is to make sure they got their COVID shot. Uh. By the way, that's the president. America, you still have to have all that. You still have to have proof of vaccination. You still have to wear masks. You to do what? To travel into the U.S. If you're a foreigner, no, I, don't. I just walk across the border. <laughs> I don't have to do any of that yeah. stuff anymore. But uh, I don't have to. I don't have to prove. I don't have to show them proof of citizenship anymore. I if, just walk across yeah. the border like the rest of my in, brothers. In are doing. fact, you can be completely sick and just come on over. I don't have to do nothing, dude. I could just walk over. I don't have to go through the borderline anymore. That's the most stupid, guys. Stop going through the borders. Those lines are huge when you come back from TJ. Just freaking cross across the border now. We're able to do it now. But that's that's really good news for uh, Canadians. I don't. I don't know. It sounded like there was still a lot of people that did not get the shot, even well, though they mandated Trudeau, it for dude, anything. He, he's doubling down, and not only that, dude. If you want to hear some really fun debates, the, the the House of the Canadians when they debate each other, you know how they're kind in debating of it, but they have a little bit of that British humor in their debating, dude. And right now, for whatever reason, the Conservative Party has a great momentum against Trudeau. Yeah, well, Canada, great momentum, uh, momentum. Canada politics because someone just won in Canada too, like a as they would call a far right kind of guy. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna be able to look it up real quick, but remember, uh, what is it? Hashtag uh, Trudeau resign. It's got big, bro. It got big. <laughs> Yeah, but I do want to just, you know, we've talked about it and gave them lots of praise, but those Canadian truckers standing up to that, you know, uh, the way that Canada backed off, and you could tell that they didn't, they basically got freaked out and they wanted to drop everything at that point, but you can tell they didn't want the public to see the effect of what happened, so they had to kind of try to delay it as much as they could, Uh Aren't you? Aren't you? It's, it's awesome to see it. Aren't you afraid of very nice people, dude? Because very nice people can get really ugly fast, and the Canadians are really sweet people, man. But, dude, when they get mad, I, uh, you know, what I'm saying, <laughs> you know, it's like the French. You don't want them to get. You don't want them mad, homie. You don't want the Italians mad. You know. <laughs> Here's more good news. Florida. Shout Nash- out, you hosers. You keep cutting me off, dude, sorry, when I'm sorry. fucking doing my thing, dude. Right, Come Go on. Just hold your shit together. Florida National Guard General, we will be activating unvaccinated service members in response to the Hurricane Ian. Praise God. All right. Um, there was news last week, uh, and I forgot to cover it. The Army, I want to say it's the Army and the Navy has dropped their requirement. So, like, if you didn't get vaccinated... Isn't it uh, scary? You can come back What's now. happening? Because uh, they say recruitment went down a yep. lot. What was the other one we were talking about? There but was one other one. Imagine how much valuable knowledge was let go. 
I think that, oh, the Navy SEALs is what it was. The SEALs have dropped it. They had, you know, 27 SEALs that didn't want to get the shot. And shout out those 27 that held out, man. Like a great American troop, man, to the end. 27 by themselves held out. Yeah, I mean, the hey, prob- dude, the problem is... is you should make a movie about those 27 brothers. Just like, you know, the problem is is that people have already paid for their choice. You know what I mean? Because, you know, if you, most of these people, I don't think you were able to... Maybe they were able to still serve, you know, or be at work or whatever. But I think a lot of people, I know one of them, that, uh, you know, you basically had your whole life turned upside down because of a mandated... Vac- uh, vaccination which now turns out is ineffective and um <laughs> kind of like bro they basically lied to us the whole time you're singing to the choir brother man you know what i mean uh Amazing. pfizer pfizer ceo has covid for second time in two months that's why i believe in praying guys you continue praying not that we want this guy to get ill of course not that just, god just pointing it out yeah. all we want is god to please you know He's a fair God. That's why he's an awesome God. There's a reason. I don't know the exact quote, but, you know, for for those with eyes to see type of thing. Mm-hmm. So that's the way I kind of look at all this is, you know, I don't wish ill will on anybody here. I don't hate anybody, but I do want to make sure people kind of know what's going on, you know, and uh, hopefully we can help a little bit. Well, I wish they would repent and then we can fix everything, you know? Huh. That's an interesting way to think of it, yeah. Okay. All right. We've got to uh, we'll go over here, huh? I continue to say a dope with the uh, with or without a record contract, a dope MC is a dope MC. Phony polls after. I love that that song because that was a real guy that basically got behind a news crew while a police chief was giving some statement, and he got behind the police chief and shouted that was yelling that it was awesome. For for those of the nation who may get tired of our theme song, guys, we've thought about changing it, but it hasn't been more relevant Jeez, now huh? than we first got it on. And we're we're considered like Putin's cock holsters, though. That's the other. <laughs> that's the other problem is we're like, oh, like dude. we're we're like no agenda where they're like, yeah, you're carrying water for for Putin, dude. It, oh man. <laughs> so the, here's a. Uh, gonna beat on biden here a little bit i mean it's it's not hard i i don't the thing i was driving home today and i went all the things that are going on the the record inflation record uh interest rates uh everything is all the bad things are record high all the anything good is the lowest it's ever been and yet there's no call to go hey Maybe we need to get this fucking guy out of here, dude, because our country is in trouble right now. You know, our uh, our oil, strategic oils below 50% now. Gas prices are skyrocketing again. Uh, this article here says inflation... 
costing average American family $11,500 this year. Wow. Which uh, I can personally attest to. <laughs> if you buy uh, lots of bacon like I do. <laughs> Dang, bacon a- has been getting freaking old. That's a luxury item right there, Whew. buddy. That is a luxury item like I. Okay, this is what we need if I may play this. Go ahead. They're telling us is you are an enemy of the state if you dare to oppose or even question the president, his administration, or his policies. Shut up, step back, fall in line, or we're coming after you. So the question I ask myself is what are they so afraid of? That's Tulsi. They're afraid of us. I've got to believe that Thomas Jefferson was thinking about these cowardly, fearful leaders when they wrote in the Declaration of Independence that governments are instituted among men and that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it's the right of the people to alter or abolish it and institute a new government. A government of the people, by the people, and for the people. We have those amendments in our Constitution. We can abolish this because they're not in the interest of our country. They're destroying our infrastructure. They're destroying our sovereignty as a nation to defend ourselves against our enemies. They're selling our resources to our enemies. And this gentleman is hell-bent. I got a letter from my Senator Julia Browning. You were asking me what her name was. She voted for this stuff. And the only thing I get for her campaign to my house is that she supports abortion. She doesn't want to talk about the economy, but yet she still is proud that she voted for this uh, Inflation Reduction Act. But she won't talk about it in any of her re-election yeah. flyers. Go figure. That, that in- Inflation Reduction Act was just the Green New Deal. You know, they, it was all the energy stuff that they ever wanted. Uh, they they draped it with the we're going to save you from inflation uh, thing. But, you know, from what I could see, that was all about, uh, gosh, what were they doing? They were going to tell car companies that they had to have uh, breathalyzers in their cars yeah. by a certain date. They had yep. to m- mandate that, that all cars had this. Uh there was all these silly little regulations that the government was going to jam in, and everybody thought it was stupid, and no one would ever accept it. Remember that when that yeah. first came around? Well, guess guess what they accepted because of the inflation. I just I, I don't I that like I said I was driving home just going you know like what more you know we're we're at war's doorstep. What more do we need to see before we're like okay get the cane and yank this guy off a of stage? I don't care who goes in there. I don't care if there's nobody. Get this guy whole, off the stage, dude. It should be his whole entourage. Man. Not just him. True, but. Because, dude, the true. puppet master, I hate to, I, I hate to bring up that Yeah, name, he's not running much. Barry <laughs> is the one running this Except whole government mouth. right now in his little group because they're all his, they're all Barry's uh, uh, homies. Yeah. Yeah. So, and. I know. I just, you know, it's a start. And it's and it's like a figurehead that you can go after, and then no. you can go after everybody else. Like you're you saying. get the snake, but you got to make sure you get the rest of them. You got to clean house, man. Well, and it, and again, we know that this election is questionable, and they've 
snuffed that conversation because you had five states and you had more states starting to jump on the lawsuit. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, here came COVID. It's amazing how when this administration went in there with the stuff in Ukraine, the 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 and the power company that the the most the guy who snored the most Parmesan cheese than anybody anyone ever known. When that happened, and yes. all this crap happened, Burisma. dude, it it just smells like fish, homie. Oh, dude, come on. What's the coincidence is that the current president's son was embroiled in a lawsuit scandal in Ukraine uh, where Biden on camera brags that he strong-armed the Ukrainian government to get rid of the prosecutor that was going after his son in order to get their billion dollars. That, that was all on camera. He, he bragged about it. <laughs> Biden, this is Joe Biden bragging. Yeah, I blackmailed Ukraine to save my son uh, and a, a billion dollars of taxpayer money went to Ukraine. <laughs> it's like, you freaking asshole. And then we, we end up having all this stuff going on, which the coincidence is not lost on me. Like, there's a lot of countries in the world with drama going on. It just happens to be Ukraine. Okay, sure. And they're saying that what... 40 to 50% or 60% of the equipment that's sent over there, no one knows where it's at. Yeah, it gets like black marketed or something. Yeah. Whatever it is. Or yeah. whoever it is that we have the interest of arming. Yeah. It's fascinating to me because. It's funny to me. I, you know, I talked to, I got a couple guys at work I can talk to about this stuff. Even though we're supposed to be working and not talking about this stuff, but. Did you want to know why all the work's going to China? Huh? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but you just hear him regurgitate, and I'll call him on it. I'm like, dude, did you you heard that from mainstream media? He's like, yeah. I'm like, come on, man, really? You're gonna believe that? You know, because and he's just fully on board because his whole thing with this pipeline explosion, two pipe, two pipeline explosions in the same day. By the way, not one, two. Uh, that was it was Russia doing it to themselves, bombing their own pipeline. Uh, I guess to like secure oil rights or something yeah. and in my head. I'm like, dude, that's not how this logic does not work. This who benefits. It's very simple. Who benefits? Does Russia benefit from bombing its own uh, oil infrastructure pipeline that probably cost a hundred billion dollars to build? Do they benefit? How? Uh, how about Germany? Does Germany benefit? Um, they they kind of want that oil, even though they're not supposed to take it. They would probably take it if they could sneak it. Uh, so it's not Germany. The U.S. Maybe. <laughs> Who who's the who's the number two energy uh, exporter in the world, besides Russia? You know, we're the direct competitor to Russia's energy. So. You know, we want to make sure we shut that pipeline completely down. I don't know if we went that far as to well, actually sabotage it like that. It'd be pretty wild. Well, that'd be very risky. But then, if you ask me, if you think about like all the these crazy families are all intertwined and in all this, and if you think that, you know, who invented the pipeline industry for the oils? The Rockefeller. That was his first war against what Vandergeese, the train guy. Yeah. Well, he. 
because that's Rockefeller he, developed the refineries too. But that's his whole plan, dude. And you're telling me that this family's not in there. You're telling me that well, they're not. No, okay, I, they're they're the Russia. Russia. Yeah, in they're the, the middlemen. In the '96, '97 started really going big time. They were outsourcing a lot of their work here to the U.S. and other people, and then eventually they started going to the auctions to start buying. Because I would hear people that would go to the auctions and they'd be buying real specialty machines. And who's buying all this stuff? The freaking Russians are buying all the equipment. And so they invested heavily, heavily in all this stuff and they took the work away, a lot of it away from the American oil refineries, a lot of the oil companies where they didn't have to buy equipment from them anymore. So who do you think bombed the... uh I think Pipeline. I gave my, I think I just gave I think I just said who it was. Russia? No, the business interests. Mm. The business interests. Not Russia, not the US, the business interests. So either to spike it, yeah, the, the new pipeline, cost money to rebuild whatever, it or whatever. Whatever it is. I don't whatever know. It, is. it seems more strategic nah. than uh just they can, they can a moneymaker thing. Nah, dude. Because, dude, tensions are so high right now. I mean, come on, dude. It, honestly, I don't think about it all day. Just yeah. when I watch the news. Yeah, but, like, just this weekend. What I'm worried about is freaking $7 a gallon for gasoline. Just this weekend, Putin said, if you attack this new uh, region that we annexed just now through this vote, if you attack us, that is an attack directly on Russia, and we will, you know, use the, nukes if the, pro- the problem if, uh, if we think it's appropriate. The problem with that that we have to support him. We're the nation that has to support him. If we don't have support, he has no support for that action. He may start it, but it's not going to be by support of the nation because I don't really don't believe that the people want this, especially not if he, because I think. If you think that there's a big uh, Trump, uh, the the what do you call it, illusion, delusion syndrome? Yeah, I think this this Biden one is starting to grow just as big, or it's going to get bigger very soon. Of how incompetent and how scary it is that we have this person but there, that's, that's and so not he de- makes a decision. That's not delusion, though. That's reality. <laughs> I'm talking so, about delusional president. So yeah, I have Biden. Reality syndrome. I think it's starting to be you, brother man. BRS. And I think that's getting bigger and bigger than this Trump's and this Trump thing. Because dude, this this is what again, to repeat what all the news people said, what the Lib- Democratic Party said that Trump was going to do, these people said did it. Did it. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, let's well, go, what else? Well let's get out of here, dude. Well, <sighs> You want to stick with this? All right, all right. Well, I mean, it's kind of a big deal. I don't it know. It is. It really is. I mean, that's why your gas prices are going up. They're going to Not say that, it's dude. Putin's fault is what they're going to say. Try and go get a burrito, dude. My favorite burrito went to 15 bucks and a burrito. A burrito. $15 for a burrito, guys. So uh, Trump <clears throat> had a tweet. I don't think he's tweeting. Had a whatever. Posted something. That basically said that he's willing to go try to broker a treaty uh, agreement with Russia and Ukraine. Oh, they don't want that, homie. And that's, you know, he he says that. And what kind of made me 
trip out a little bit is how over the last six months, have you heard that from anybody? No, I haven't heard that from, you know, maybe that's probably being said in uh, European countries because they're a lot closer to that. But as far as our Congress here, I haven't heard anybody say, hey, let's get let's get 50 Congress members together and let's go work a peace treaty out. Like, we're not leaving until we figure this out. There's There's been too many reports out there that is starting to show that our elected officials do not want this to end. Exactly. They didn't want Afghanistan exactly. to end, guys, because we know once again that it's an $80 billion a year industry because... That was the money they took away from Afghanistan and gave to Ukraine. That proves it's an $80 billion a year industry just for that war. Do you think that uh, the government... Because I was listening to this really great speech from Rand Paul talking about... Shout out, Rand. uh, Rand Paul or Ron Paul? Rand Paul, the young dude. Mm. Um, Talking about uh, Davy Crockett. Oh, okay. Talking about Davy Crockett, guys. You guys know that that even though that's a cool story, he was actually a senator, and he talked about how they wanted to help. There was a fire around the city, and they wanted to help out, and they wanted Congress to use the people's money to pay for this. And he had a dilemma with that because it's not part of our our politic political people to use our money. And vote to use the government's money, our, the people's money, to help other people. If they had that kind of good conscience, when they proposed that, Davy Crockett proposed that the Congress give up. That Davy Crockett goes, "I'm willing to give up one week's paycheck." And if every member of this house gives up one week's paycheck, we would we would have a total that would be greater than the amount of money that we're proposing around to give by the people. Guess how many of them voted to do that? None of them. Yeah. Because when they came up with their money, they don't they don't want to ante that up. Mm-hmm. But if it's someone else's money, that's why you see all these stupid city vehicles can just park there and keep that car running because they can want to sit there with the air conditioning because they're not paying for that yeah. gasoline. And they get a new one every year. Yeah, I, <clears throat> it's it's one of those cool things. I know Ron Paul, which is Rand. Paul's dad, I think he was in Congress 20-plus years. He never took a salary once, never took pay. I from, think he had to write a dollar, I think. Uh, I think they have to, and he had to take a dollar. I think that's what Trump did. Really? He couldn't take a salary. He goes, I'll take a – you have to get a dollar. Huh. Yeah, because I know Trump didn't take it either. And, you know, say whatever you want. Greedy, First president. Yeah, <laughs> greedy, orange man, bad type stuff. But, like, that's – I think that's admirable. I mean, especially if he's uh, – like not as rich as they say. They keep saying he's not very rich. Obama didn't do that. It's like I would take it. The 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 big the great black hope didn't do that. Yeah, Obama sure did take it. <laughs> I don't he, understand what you're making fun he, of. He took it. All right. You leave Barry alone. Uh, let's. Let, I wanted to do a little follow up on this one. Um, for a long time, we were or at least I was hyperventilating about the. Uh, all the shipping container um, cargo ships that were staged out in Long Beach here in Southern California. Long Beach. Uh, uh, there was a hundred and forty at one point staged out there. Now they're down to nine. It looks like so Kicking they ass, huh? they have actually cleared the port out 
and everything's kind of now they're actually worried uh you know i'm not really that worried about it but they're basically saying that there's you know could be a slowdown to the point where they don't have enough stuff to do no which is crazy (laughs) you know just a year ago there was 140 ships out there but i do i wanted to at least point that out because uh it looks like things got better that's good news or they're just not setting many things. And we're not they're saying too that that Americans right now aren't buying like new sh- you know, you can wear your jeans for a couple more months, you're wearing your jeans. If your shoes can run can be used a little bit longer, they're you're gonna use their shoes a little longer. They're not buying those goods, you know, they're buying when they go to the Walmart, for example, they're buying food. They're not buying those things, they're not buying toasters, they're not buying those things. That's why a little bit if you go to the store, a lot of stuff in, it's in clearance. Your barbecues, your your grills, they're on clearance right now because nobody's buying that stuff right now. Nobody is. Yeah, I've been saying it a couple times now that, you know, I really do think that what we're seeing right now is probably as good as it's going to get. Like, well, interest is going to get higher. Oh, that's Inflation definite. is going to well, yeah. get higher. Borrowing money is going to get Gas is going to get higher. Energy is going to get higher. Everything, I don't see, obviously, there's no reason for them to lower costs at this point. Well, it's and, that um, whole theory I heard. It's going to get rough. You heard of the theory about why Disneyland is so expensive, right? One of the issues of Disneyland is that the complaints that you can't do anything because it's so crowded. So since they've been raising the price and raising the price and raising the price, but the, the beauty is maybe they lose 13%, but they still make their money back because they raised the price. Sure. But they're trying to to price it out so much, so high, that people will stop going to the park. But somehow they'll justify the park. Man, it's $187 for uh, a day there. The last time I took my family there it was a couple years ago before the pandemic. Just to get the family in the door was about $700. Yeah. That was just through, through the door. You can go in there and get get your indoctrination. But dang it, that corn dog that they have in there is freaking so good. <laughs> the big old, oh my goodness, dude. <laughs> just like, you know, I, I'll, I'll, tell, I'll still give them the credit. They do stuff first class, dude, when you get your butt in there. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I uh, got some bad news. Uh, nearly 40 shots, six oh, killed sad, during man. weekend in Mary Lori Lightfoot, Chicago. Chicago land. What world do you think she lives in? Because um, she doesn't seem to ever reflect any of this. It's all you. You got the CEO of McDonald's saying we got to get the heck out of Chicago, dude. I remember uh, someone was talking about. It's probably no agenda. Talking about Trudeau and how he never get. They don't let him watch TV. They don't let him go on social media. They don't let him talk to anybody unless it's like a scripted thing. He's completely insulated in this bubble where they tell him what to say, what to do, what's going on, what's happening. And I, I think a lot of these um, these mayors and of these big cities are probably very similar. All the advisors around them are telling them what to do. That's It's the only thing I can explain why people look so stupid on TV constantly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because there's many of these lawyers and governors that you're just like, you smack your head going... What the, you know, and why people are still voting for these people uh, makes you wonder about the votes there. Now, now, but the sad part, brother man, is that 
there is such an outcry of people not wanting to vote for now because the illegitimacy of our elections now. These, these officials have done what they are had planned to do. The outcome of our next election is going to be so low because people don't believe in it that the fraud, I believe, is going to escalate so high, my friend, that I think the fraudulent votes are going to outnumber the, the actual people's votes. I don't know about that. I think so. Check this out. We are at the Covelli Center in Youngstown, Ohio, where Donald Trump is scheduled to be... Oh. She's back? ...to begin his rally later She's today. Back? I haven't seen As her. Remember, they took her off Trump years supporters ago. are lined up. They are ready to enter. Let's go talk to some Trump supporters. What do you guys think about how the FBI has raided Trump lady. and the January 6th Select Committee's hearing? Why are you, why are you aging her out, buddy? And I think if the shoe was on the other foot and it was Biden or one of his children, because look at Hunter's laptop, they do nothing. Justice isn't fair Boom. right now. <laughs> yeah, grab That off. lady is a freaking white nationalist. Love it. She's on point. But you know what, dude? She was so articulate, huh? I love it. She's probably the best one out of all these. Some of them are kind of silly sounding, but, you know. But yeah, she made sense the, right there. The... The mouthpieces, the media, the government, the tweeters, they all want you to think one thing, but I guarantee you that's not what's happening. So there there could be fraud, but I'm telling you right now, there's going to be even, if, if, let's just say, if Trump goes again, right, he got 71 million votes uh, last time. He got 61 million the first time, so he got 10 million more when he went against Biden. Biden got 81 million. I would say by the time it goes again in 2024, he'll have another 10 million on 71. So it'll be 81 million. Cause I don't know about you, buddy, but I've seen lots of, let's just say lefties. I've seen lots of liberal ish lefties that go conservative, but I've never seen ever that I can even think of on YouTube anywhere, a conservative that goes to lefty, back to lefty. I, I've met a few. Have you? Yeah. And I think that's what's going on with uh, the MAGA crap or whatever you want to call it, you know, America First agenda, that those people, it's like a red pill, just like a matrix. Once you get unplugged out of the matrix, you can't get plugged back in. You, once you once you get once you get exposed to the Hunter Biden laptop, you cannot just close your eyes again and go back to sleep. It doesn't happen. You're you're forever awake at that point. That's my uh, observation. Maybe, maybe. Anyway, the FBI has become a political arm of, of you know a, a political punishment arm anymore. Uh, if you look at approval ratings of the FBI, they're historically extremely low at the moment. So a lot, a lot of people don't trust the FBI. They weaponize the FBI against him, and then they'll use it against anybody. And I said, when they did that to Trump, I, I told my wife, Mike Lindell's next. My thing is, I, I just found out it, it's nothing but a sham. I heard that they were chumped up search warrants. I already know... Because it's, it's something going on that they don't want him back in there. So what do you think about the FBI raiding Trump's home and also the Democrats trying to do their J6 Select Committee? 
They're just setting themselves up for the failure. The world will see how evil and corrupt they are. So they're just setting themselves up for the failure, and we're waiting for them all to go down very soon. Biden's trying to take his, or Biden's trying to take the heat off of himself for his failed presidency and blaming it back on Trump. And what do you think about the January 6th Select Committee? A bunch of (laughs) (laughs) and it's just it's it's just the Democrats trying to. I don't know what they're trying to do. They're trying to do anything they can to. It doesn't make it. it, You can't even explain what they're doing. I'm great. I'm glad this is another gentleman that agrees. That's awesome. Explain what they're doing January 6th. Oh no that that is a what do you call that Uh, show trial like a. You know, like it's a total, it's not even a real trial well, but, for one. It's but, like a hearing or something like that. So they make it, they all stand behind the podium with gavels and stuff and make it look like they're actually uh, in a courtroom doing some sort of judging. But, and it's just like a hearing. That's but all ever, it really since is. The, ever since the Mullen report, stupid. Ever since that other guy, the Schumer rep- guy, they, they've lost all credibility, my friend. That's why they look so silly. And now with January 6th, they 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 seem to posture themselves because if I posture my way up, I, I, you'll respect me. But dude, they they just <laughs> they're becoming more like emperors that wear no clothing. Yes, man. there you go. I, the Steve Turley, that uh, YouTuber, I would recommend him. He's talked about it for a, a long time now, like eight months. He's been talking about the conservative, the rise of the conservative movement because, and it's a pushback against the woke crap. The environmental crap you know the politically correct stuff it's a pushback against that uh but you can see it taking place every i see it taking place in a lot of a lot of places you would never think you know italy and stuff where you know i we're just at the beginning of this but imagine bro you know that's what they were trying to praise do jesus during it's gonna the be lockdown because awesome. they figured they had us locked down in here and there they were we were consuming all this youtube video all this stupid mm. crap on on uh, Netflix and all the Toxic other, stuff, all this yeah. stuff and stuff. Oh, you guys are down. Look at you, know, men. Men can be women and women can be men and men can have babies and we can't define a woman. Oh, if you even speak that way, you you can trigger these people. Oh, we need safe spaces. We need blah 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 blah. And finally, my friend. Exactly. Finally, man, the pendulum. <laughs> but the thing is, guys, these people will come back again, again because. They expect us to clean up their mess, guys. These yeah, people aren't the, done. The problem is, though, this I agree that typically that's how they would always do it. They would take a couple steps forward, get clipped, and then back up. You know, sorry, I just went off mic there. Back up, and then you know, kind of feel out how we respond. But what's happened now is they went whole hog. There, is, there is no tiptoeing into fascism with these guys. They went, they they ran into the arms of this. So now, what's going on is there's a, a equal and opposite reaction that's taking place, and that reaction is going to put them out for a long time. I, well, I really there there isn't there is no coming back from this for a long time. No, no, I, I, they, they're going to have to reformat their whole like party and. Uh, because if they if they think they're going to be able to roll with the ESG thing, because it's already backfiring on them, you know, it's, people don't want that. And, well, you see, you the know, Dutch they can farmers, force it. You see, the Dutch farmers are going after they're, that. They're going to try to force it, but I don't think they can. I don't think they got the the manpower and the. Well, 
I, I control I, to do it. I hundred percent believe that this is an evil, wicked. Thing it is evil because this has been perpetuating since two thousand and seven when the Democratic Party had a what do you call it, a rally, a Democratic rally in two thousand and seven here in Los Angeles. When uh, Veragosa was mayor, you can look it up on YouTube. You can find the video. Don't look it up now. It's a long video where they brought up to vote. It was a caucus, a Democratic caucus, to whether get God, G-O-D, out of all their documents and never to bring up that up. And they voted yes. If you hear it's so eerie to hear that whole crowd, it sounds like when they told Jesus... When they when Pontius Pilate goes, do you want me to free him? Do you want or what do you want me to do with this Jesus? And they all yelled out, "Crucify, crucify!" And you hear these people say, "Do you, the yes?" And Veragosa asked them to say, "How many? Oh, how many say nay?" The yes were so loud, but Veragosa just goes, oh, "Okay, we the nays, the nays, the nays." But that crowd, you can you can find this video on YouTube. The 2007 Democratic Convention in Los Angeles. Guys, it is eerie. And it's, I, I'm not surprised about what we're seeing now. Yeah, I have Bitcoin, and you should too. If you would have bought Bitcoin three months ago, you'd have tripled your money by now. <laughs> I, I actually meant to play that and then say Bitcoin is at $19,497. Um, it is, we already gave the date, but it's September 28th, 2022. And I think we're wrapping the show up, but we can do this here if you'd like. Let me get our rap music going. Although we should have different music for this part. You know, part. guys, we probably have, let me see, one, two, three, four, five, six, about 30 stories just propped to say. But there's so much drama happening in our world that these few subjects, man, just really. Oh, we got a new country. New country alert. <laughs> new country checking into Good Times Culture Dang. Podcast. Dang! Austria. Welcome to the nation. <laughs> Welcome to the Good Time Nation. Good Time Nation, don't forget that we are your Good Time Culture Podcast. And we just two silly dudes. Blue collar, man. If you need yeah. to know about your feed and speeds, how to calculate, email us and we'll <laughs> talk to you about it. That's how deep we go, guys. Okay? We're just regular folks and we're just speaking about what we're seeing. Yeah, this is a live-to-tape uh, podcast where we don't do any edits. We don't really write anything We down. We just basically hit record. And we probably should prep and do all that stuff, but we don't have well, the time for that. So, but We would consider it a great favor, guys, that if you could tell anybody about the show, if you're just downloading the show, think about subscribing to it so every Thursday morning you get an alert that we're you have a new episode coming up. And don't forget that you can find us at Good Time Podcast. Where is it at, dude? What is it? Good Time Podcast 805.com. Sorry, it was right there. Yeah, Good Times 
podcast805 at gmail.com. It's Good all time podcast. It's all in the description in the podcast notes there. You can Feel free to drop us a line. Tell us what you think. Tell me that I should shut up and that Hollywood talk more. Leave it's all a, good. Yeah, leave a review. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Leave a review, like a one-star review, and say, uh, Hollywood told me to leave a one-star review. So, you guys suck. Something like we're going to end the show, guys. And once again, I must utter and or say, repeat. Utter. <laughs> I didn't say the right word to repeat. You are utter. Guys, let's remember one thing and one thing only. That the only reason that anybody, I believe, tunes into this show is for one sole thing. Please, let's continue to pray for each other. Make sure you pray for us, and Hollywood and I will definitely pray for you. Because I believe that this is why all this evil is starting to surface. And these heads are going to be chopped very soon. Yeah, you got to be able to see them to be able to get to them. So So let's keep keep that faith. Let's keep our heads strong and let's make sure we keep an eye on the prize and that, that makes sure we're part of that first resurrection. Make sure you come back to Good Time Culture Podcast. I am OG Mutt Dog, your humble servant, and I'm out. All right, thanks guys for making it to the end here. Like he said, uh, leave a review somewhere, tell someone about the show. Uh, I don't know. Get a hold of us if you want to start your own show. That's one thing we've talked about a lot in the beginning but we haven't lately use your voice and speak up because it only takes one or two extra people to change the world here so uh i do want to say this this is a bible scripture here be strong and courageous do not be afraid do not be discouraged for the lord your god will be with you wherever you go that's joshua 1 9 And uh, we'll be praising God and exposing evil again next week. Come back. Having a life and liberty I can say what I want Pray when I want Stay where I want to A if you don't Come around correct Stop faking the hype Independent hustle They can have you killing the vibes Ooh Take a nice stroll around the block Message every start about a stop Making money round the clock Rap gang got them literally a shot Rolling stone even wonder why I'm hot Now I'm in a whole mood High spirits like I finished eating soul food We up Everybody seen and wanna know you But I never show them what I go through I feel good Hands on my waist, smile on my face.